0: What's good, everybody? This is Dr. Kwachi. Welcome back to the podcast, The Lens of Dr. Kwachi, Seen Unseen. Today, we're going to be talking about inflammation. Inflammation is a real hot topic. It's a topic that is utilized a lot in the medical office and health and wellness industry. I hear a lot of my patients uh, use the word when they're seeing me in a clinic. And for the most part, when we think of inflammation, we don't really think about, you know, the the, the benefits of it or why it's designed, you know, to, to protect our, our bodies. When we hear inflammation, we think mainly of the detrimental effects of inflammation. And that plays a huge impact on our health, wellness, and well-being. So we'll spend some time talking about that. And... I believe that in order for all of us to have a, a better understanding about illness and taking care of our bodies, we need to understand the root, the root of disease and the root of injuries and the roots of infection in general. And that is inflammation. So let, let's just break it down. Let's break it down you know, to Latin terminology, all right? So... Inflammation is derived; it comes from the word um, "inflammatory." All right. Hopefully, I'm saying it right. But that's I N F L A M M A R E. All right. So, a lot of these medical terms come from Latin. All right. A lot of a lot of the terminology that's used today in medicine originally comes from Latin. All right. And the word that I just spelled out to you means to set on fire, okay? Pretty much to ignite, all right? And in that sense, when it comes to the human body, pretty much what that means is inflammation is one of the body's most efficient ways of protecting it from infection, illness, or injury, okay? So let's just say you got a bump or a bruise or you cut yourself. The body's initial quickest response is releasing all these little chemicals and cells um, and increasing blood flow around the area that's been injured. And that causes redness, pain, and swelling. So that little cut you got in your arm from that fall, or you got into a fight, or whatever the situation was, you're gonna see some some swelling, redness, and pain. And that's actually uh, inflammation, all right? That's inflammation right in front of us. Now... So that's that's what we call acute, okay? So all acute means, if you hear that in a doctor's office or you hear other doctors mention acute, acute just means short-term, all right? Cute, that's A-C-U-T-E, means short-term, okay? And in the medical world, acute just means less than six months, typically, okay? Or Or right away, or just happened, okay? In other in other terms, then we have chronic. Okay, so chronic pretty much pretty much means long term. You've had it for a while. It's been a minute, all right. And in the medical world, chronic usually means greater than six months. All right, six months or more. So when it comes to inflammation, chronic inflammation is not good. All right. So chronic inflammation usually happens when there's disease. You got type 2 diabetes, there's some chronic inflammation going on with all that sugar in your system that shouldn't be there, all right? You have a form of cancer, right? You have an, an overgrowth of cells, which we call cancer. That's not good, all right? That's accumulation of inflammation going on, all right? You have heart disease, all right? Heart disease is pretty much disease of your heart, all right? Your heart has a lot of cholesterol plaque building up in your arteries, or your heart is overworking, so you have a a heart that is enlarged or bigger than it should be, that's another form of inflammation, all right? So when that happens, the body tries to pretty much counteract all the bad things happening to the body at that time, and the result of that is inflammation, okay? So I just want everyone to understand inflammation is good and inflammation is also not good. All right. So inflammation is good. For instance, when there's an acute injury, right? Like I mentioned before, a cut infection, acute infection, you got, you get a cold, you get sick. All right. Your body, your body produces chemicals that will ignite inflammation, which includes cells, your, your white blood cells, which... Are our immune-fighting cells. Those are like soldiers in our body trying to fight off an infection. Or like I said, if you get an injury, then your body re- re- will release chemicals that help to try to fight your body from developing into an infection and trying to heal where the injury occurred. And then on the flip side, you got the chronic in- in- inflammation going on, which is pretty much disease-driven, all right? Diabetes, which is high blood sugar, uh, hypertension all right which is which is considered high blood pressure all right and you know in in future videos we'll we'll break down what high blood pressure really means um, and then something like cancer all right it's another thing where there's uh inflammation on overdrive all right so I hope everyone understands that okay uh so your inflammation that we all have in our bodies the the thing about inflammation that I think is, is amazing, is that inflammation is really, for the most part, driven by our lifestyle. All right? So let's say you stress out a lot, you, you smoke, you're not active, you don't work out much, you just sit on the couch chilling, You know, eating, eating potato chips all the time, you definitely will be building inflammation on a daily basis. And inflammation, I think of it like the domino effect. All right. So if you are not having a healthy lifestyle, you may not notice it that much. Maybe you notice some weight gain here and there, but you're not going to notice the little effects it's having on you inside your body. So like I said, let's say you're smoking, you're not very active, um, you're eating uh, unhealthy, inflammation is accumulating daily and eventually... Inflammation will be will be at a certain point where disease will develop all right so let's let's say um what's a good example all right let's 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 say blood sugar right which we call type two diabetes you're eating you know unhealthy foods processed foods all the time um fried foods fast foods every day you don't really work out you have a job where maybe it's It's immobile, so you sit at the desk all the time, or you don't really have the access to a lot of fruits and vegetables, so you're eating a lot of, you know, meats, fried meats, processed meats. Over time, your body will start accumulating inflammation, okay? And on top of that, the organs in our body that help to regulate our blood sugar will start to get inflamed. Uh, one organ is called the pancreas, which in 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 videos and videos and podcast sessions to come, I will be talking about that. The pancreas gets inflamed, and when that organ gets inflamed, right, gets irritated, the ability for that organ to produce some hormones to regulate our, our sugar gets gets jacked up. It gets messed up, and it can't do that efficiently. All right. So what happens is that. It comes to a point where there's so much sugar going on in the blood and your body's having a hard time trying to regulate that, that sugar, because that organ that should be holding, holding your body down, trying to regulate sugar is out of whack. And the result of that is type two diabetes. Okay. Now that's a, now that is an effect, an indirect effect of inflammation on a day-to-day basis uncontrolled. Okay? I hope that I hope that makes sense. Now, the good thing about inflammation is that just as much as I mentioned the the poor lifestyle, let's say you have developed type 2 diabetes, right? You can easily reverse that by making some tweaks in your lifestyle. Easily reverse that. That inflammation that's happened. You can reverse that by Starting to exercise, you know, exercise, walking, running, jogging, eating certain foods that can help quiet the inflammation, all right? Those foods can be berries and nuts, for example, or healthy grains, right? Avoiding processed uh, breads like white bread, all right? That's another example for you, all right? So... Hope that hope you guys have a little bit of understanding about that, so like how do we know when inflammation is really going on like how do, how, how are we supposed to feel? like I mentioned, you could see a cut and you know there's inflammation acute inflammation going on, right? You see the cut, you know your body's working to heal yourself, so it doesn't get worse, all right, and you heal properly but these are these are some indications of inflammation, all right, so the first one is feeling tired. All right, when we, when we get a cold, whether it's a, a, a bacteria infection or viral infection, one of the first signs that, we, that something is up is we feel very tired. Like, dang, why am I so tired today? It's likely inflammation going on in your body, okay? Um, another example pain. All right, you get the cut, you feel pain. The swelling that's going on with the fluid and all the buildup of cells, that's another sign of inflammation going on. Swelling, like I mentioned, that's from the fluid. Uh, if it's, um, what's another good example? Uh, having discomfort in your stomach. Okay, that's another thing I didn't really mention. So stomach discomfort is definitely another sign of inflammation. Uh, let's say, for example, you ate food that, you know, you might have an allergy to, okay? So allergies is actually one great example of inflammation. When we eat things that our body sees as foreign, doesn't recognize, it will see it as an allergy. And the result of that is the development of inflammation. All right. So usually an allergy is an overactive, uh, is pretty much your Immune system working on overdrive. That's all an allergy is. You know, our immune system is built to protect all of us. Like I mentioned earlier, it's the soldiers, right? It's the soldiers, and it works hand in hand with inflammation. Okay, so the soldiers are are seeing seeing something that it thinks it's it's against them, right? It it thinks is against your system, but it, it's really not. And because it thinks it's against your system, it's going to attack it. And when it attacks it, it it develops into an inflammatory response. And that's what we call an allergy. So let's say you have a peanut allergy. If you eat peanuts, your immune system is going to see that as something that is foreign and bad. It might think of it as like a bacteria or virus, but it's really not. It's food that you're eating, right? Nutritious food. Peanuts are amazing. But your body sees that as foreign or not good for you. So your body's gonna react to it and that's how an allergic reaction happens. Now, when the allergic reaction happens, the body's gonna release some cells, some immune cells, right, that will cause your body to develop swelling and, and fluid buildup. And that's why when people get allergic reaction or have allergies, They either have running nose, teary eyes, they may get some diarrhea, they may start sweating, they'll get itching, they get hives, which are rashes on their arms. All of that is inflammation, all that swelling, okay? Another great example. Um, And, you know, there's, as I mentioned with all these type of cells, uh, we call them inflammatory markers, okay? I know I'm throwing a lot of medical terms out there. But I just want you to, you know, just hear these terms. Uh, And this is what is used, utilized in, you know, medical education and amongst other uh, other medical um, professionals. So your immune cells release things called inflammatory markers. okay? and your inflammatory markers are pretty much what ignite inflammation. So I hope I hope that's a little bit clear about, you know, what inflammation is, why it happens, and that sort of response that it, it, it gives to us. Now, as I mentioned before, there are ways for, for you to reverse inflammation, okay? And the thing about inflammation that is very important is that I just want everyone to really understand that the best way to look at inflammation is look at it as something that is part it's a natural part of the body right Infl- a little bit of inflammation is actually good for the body a little bit of inflammation when we exercise we have a little bit of inflammation from the the wear and tear of working out but the end result is an improvement in our uh physical and mental health well-being okay so a little bit of inflammation is actually okay. And that's why I want everyone to understand. I want everyone to try their best to understand that a little bit is okay, but too much of it isn't, all right? Too much inflammation it equates to disease, all right? So the goal for all of us, we all have to strive to live a, a lifestyle of low inflammation. And the way to do that, like I mentioned, is to have a lifestyle that is anti inflammatory. Okay? Anti-inflammatory living is a wave, trust me. We all we all want to live long and healthy, and I and I and I want all of us to be like that. Alright? I don't, I wouldn't want any of us, especially the young, the younger ones of us, 20s, 30s, 40s, even I'll say early 50s, I wouldn't want us to be suffering from inflammatory conditions or problems that could have been easily addressed when we had that opportunity. And I don't want, us, I want, I don't want any of us to wait when it's too late. We all have that opportunity to, to make those strides and changes in our, in, our, in our lives and the choices we make. And one of the easiest ways, the easiest, one of the easiest ways to have control on inflammation is the foods that we put in our body. The foods that we put in our body is the easiest way for us to manage inflammation, okay? Uh, Anti-inflammatory foods are really, are really, really the it. It's the vibe, it's the thing. It is the magic potion, if you want to call it. And a lot of people sleep on these types of foods. And I just feel like, I guess I guess what we don't know we won't we won't understand and we won't follow through it through with it but if you if you know that eating certain foods will prolong your life will lower your risk of developing certain cancers or certain diseases of your organs um it's going to prevent the onset of of having high blood pressure or high sugar in your blood it's gonna prevent you from being overweight. If we if you know all these things and, and you have that in your mindset and you 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 ingrain that in your subconscious, over time will become an everyday, this is nothing, this is light. I know I'm putting medicine in my body every day. What would you wanna take? Would you wanna take medication every day? Having a doctor tell you, like, hey, take this medication, feeling pressure that you gotta take this med because if you don't it's going to increase your blood pressure or it's going to increase your blood sugar, or <laughs> would you rather eat something that's natural for an environment that has minerals and vitamins or all these good stuff that your body needs to sustain itself, that your body needs to prevent the onset of diseases, chronic diseases. Okay. Um, so I don't want to spill all the beans now about all the foods that that are that are needed to reduce inflammation but one of the, one of my favorite favorite fruits I'll start off with that one of my favorite fruits that reduce inflammation are berries berries are one of the most po- potent fruits in the world is one of the most potent foods in general and if you if you add berries into your lifestyle it's it will it will be a game changer um for you for sure now berries berries are special because they they're they're the number one they they're high in fiber okay they're low in sugar compared to other fruit berries make you feel fuller quicker so if you're you know focus on keeping your weight in check it will help you know regulate that make sure you know you're looking good and lean. And not being overweight. And on top of that, it has chemicals in it that calm down inflammation, okay? We call them photochemicals, okay? Photo meaning from the sun. The sun is the main source, all right? The sun actually provides energy for these plants. And for instance, berries. And then berries develop all these chemicals in it that it has to protect itself, Okay, so these photochemicals are natural chemicals that a plant has to protect itself from the environment. Just like we protect ourselves, we have our own immune system. Plants got their own immune system, too, which is kind of interesting, right? It's pretty dope. But with anything that we intake, good or bad, we utilize. OK, we take something from it. And it's so interesting how with plants, very specifically, they have all these chemicals in it. That we when we eat it, we utilize to our advantage. And that's why I emphasize the importance of plants. Alright. And and specifically plants that are known to reduce inflammation. Secondly, another easy way to reduce inflammation, keep that in bay, is drink water. Guys, please drink water. One of the easiest things you can do on a daily basis. Don't let your body go dry. You don't want yourself going to the bathroom and you peeing and it's super dark and it's yellow and it's concentrated. That's what that's the thing that you want to try to avoid as much as you can. Drinking water consistently throughout the day helps your helps your skin look nice and soft. All right. Um, Keeps your body temperature regulated. Keeps your skin and your and your your nails and your hair looking healthier. Overall makes you stay younger Um, Water gives you, gives your body the ability to um, keep cells working efficiently and strong and, and prevent cells from working out of whack. Okay. And, and interesting enough, another sidetrack thing, but half of our bodies. All right. Interesting. Half of our bodies is, is completely water. All right. Half of our bodies is completely water. So that, that, that comes to show the necessity of water, that we need water. Our body is made up of water. We need water to replenish, all right? Very simple. Another easily over, overlooked um, thing that a lot of us in this country go through is lack of sleep. Um, sleep is so important for reducing inflammation. It helps with improving overall rest, and it's, it's extremely important for body repair, all right. After the wear and tear of the day, you're working hard. You know, you you got the stress going on—physical stress, you, mental health stress. One of the best ways to to regulate that is is sleep. All right. So sleep is one of the best ways. Okay. It keeps the mood going, and the recommendation is seven to nine hours of sleep per night. All right. So those are the things to keep in mind. Um, As far as inflammation goes, um, let me see. Well, all right. So just to break it down again for everyone to understand, inflammation has its good parts, right? It has a good parts for for protecting our bodies um, as a sort of defense mechanism. And then on the flip side, inflammation is not good because it's a domino effect of poor lifestyle choices is the dominant effect of not eating well, of not exercising, with the body overdriving, okay? is an indirect effect of your body working harder than it should be, okay? And on top of that, inflammation has certain characteristics which Make it easy for us to 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 recognize. Oh, inflammation is going on. I got I gotta make some changes. I I don't want my body to get a get to a point where it's harder for me to address that inflammation. Okay, um, and like I mentioned before, the 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 key the key things inflammation tends to be noticed when there's pain, um, when there's swelling or or maybe bloating. or You are having stomach stomach discomfort from something you ate. Um, when you're very tired, you have an allergic reaction and we have control on inflammation by our diet, the foods that we eat, the fruits and vegetables in our diet, uh, the nuts and the certain grains we decide to to incorporate in our diet. Also, our hydration status is very important. That can play a huge impact in keeping inflammation at bay. You know, getting a great amount of sleep every night, seven to nine hours of sleep is the recommendation to get that good amount of uh of sleep to help reduce inflammation and and recharge us for the next day. And like I said, inflammation is one hugely preventable mechanism that goes on in our body that can promote or or prevent longevity in life, okay? So there'll be more to come, but I just wanted to give an overview of inflammation because for me, inflammation is really the root of disease. And inflammation is really the root of all evil when it comes to uh, chronic disease, okay? And when my patients come into the office and I'm breaking down, mental health conditions, and physical health conditions, the root is ultimately inflammation. Okay, the root of disease is inflammation. Just remember that the root of disease is inflammation. And if we think about it like that, I I believe that it'll be that much easier for us to, to manage our diet and our lifestyle physically and mentally. Because if we get sick, all we got to do is focus on the foods that Help reduce inflammation or, or focus on the things that will keep inflammation at bay. If we think about the broader scheme of things, it could get overwhelming. Like, I, I, I could imagine. Imagine your doctor telling you, oh, I got, uh, uh sir your, or ma'am, your your blood sugar's high. You officially have type 2 um, diabetes. Most of the time, you don't know where to start. And the first thing your doctor is going to do, likely, well, most of them at least... Um, is say, Hey, your blood sugar is so high. We got to give you medication. All right. But the, 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 the thought process should be, all right, my blood sugar is high. I got it high somehow likely means I was doing some things in my lifestyle that is not promoting, reducing inflammation, pretty much. You are living a lifestyle that was promoting inflammation, right? So we all know that. That's why you have type 2 diet. You develop type 2 diabetes, okay? Which is high blood sugar, okay? So we know that. So the, the next thing should be, what do I have to do now naturally to lower that inflammation? Because, right, you have the inflammation. The inflammation led to the, to the high blood sugar, right? It shouldn't be, how am I going to manage the blood sugar, it's how am I gonna manage this inflammation? If we think about it like that, it becomes so much easier, and that's one thing that I emphasize with my patients in the office. Doesn't that make sense? Like, it, it it makes because not only are you managing your your blood sugar, but if you if you focus on reducing inflammation, and I mentioned that inflammation is the root of disease. Not only are you managing your blood sugar, but you could be managing your skin. You could be managing your your blood pressure. Right, that you probably don't even realize is creeping up. Um, you could be managing your 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 uh, your muscles or your your core strength. You could be managing your mental health by focusing on the things that help reduce inflammation. So when you when you live an inflammation anti-inflammatory driven lifestyle, or you practice living. Reducing inflammation. You're not only focusing on one thing. You're not focusing on, oh, on, I'm on addressing the the blood pressure, or I'm I'm addressing the blood sugar. You focus on a holistic approach. I, you focus on the whole thing, not just one aspect. The whole, the whole thing, the whole shebang. You you focus on the whole body. So we're not just talking about, oh, I'm managing blood sugar today. Now I'm a, I'm gonna hold you down with this blood pressure pill. Nah, that's not how it's working. We we focus on the whole thing. So. That's why it's very important to have that mindset. That mindset of anti-inflammatory living. Alright, so I hope that makes sense. And we'll we'll talk more about that in um upcoming podcasts. But we are at the almost at the 30-minute mark now. So I just want to thank you guys for tuning in today. Um of course I, I love it and I and I'm glad you guys are able to take in um, the knowledge that we're all trying to learn here and, and motivate for each other. Y'all be safe. I'll see you guys next week. Peace.